Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number From one executive producer, for Maria Maria Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone. Oh, there it is. Yeah. What's our like? What's the best thing to do for this music? Anyway, for hello. You can see us. I'm making punching noises. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, we're here for the Messengers After Show. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Today we're talking the Messengers. It's season one, episode ten. Why we fight? So how apropos that we're using the Rocky theme music right now? Yeah. Because why not? So thanks for joining us. If you aren't already, please subscribe to us. Uh, please also listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes and comment there yeah. if you aren't already. Hit that like button. Like it. Like it. I'm your host, Allison Dean. You can find me everywhere at the Allison Dean. And I'm joined by my most fabulous favorite person, Aww, Tari over yes. there. Come on. Where can they find you, Tari? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Excellent. And actually, just a quick um, little note. Uh, there's a very awesome survey happening right now at uh, podcast1.com. Most of you may have already taken this survey. Uh, it just will give us an idea of what you're listening to, what you like, how regularly you're tuning into us, uh, and all this information is very helpful. So please, it only takes about three minutes, uh, yeah. maybe faster if you're super stealth like Tari and I, because yeah. it only took us like 1.5 minutes. Pretty much. Beat us. Beat us. Beat us. Uh, and you can find that at podcast1.com. That's O-N-E. Uh, I want to do a quick, uh, some, some quick shout outs before we it. dive in because there's been a lot of people interacting with us, uh, online. And actually, before we even do that, so let's shout out to people in the chat right now. George Jimenez. Hope I said that right. Hello. Uh, NDT TV clips. You know I love ya. Uh, well, we got our girl Alexis in the chat right now. Oh, she yeah. can't be with us. She's feeling a little sick, but we love you, Alexis, and happy that you're representing in the chat. Get well uh, soon. Jennifer Aikman is saying hello from Amsterdam. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's amazing. And who else? Am I missing anyone else? Oh, and yes, Renji90998, uh, very active as well. Uh, and Sebastian Gomez Angel is who I'm seeing right now. So hello to all of you. Thank you for watching. And then in previous uh, chat convos on YouTube, we have Evoli12, Ron Simpkins, Ghost8386, and Spiro Aki. So hello, mm. everyone. Thank you so much for always chatting with us and giving us your opinions and ideas that always blow my mind. Yeah. We love hearing from you. We love hearing your theories and all the debates that get started on in our chat rooms and our comment section. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, okay, let's dive in. Uh, Josh came back to life in this yeah. episode. By the way, I apologize that I wasn't here for the epic episode that was episode <laughs> nine, uh, but sadly, I couldn't be. Uh, I can't be in two places at once, it's like true. Vera. <laughs> yeah. Ish. No, that's that, a I mean, that that's a stretch. Okay. Um, so that was an amazing episode, by the way, but, uh, it picked up where we left off in episode nine. The devil 
actually did what he said he would do once they gave the information of who uh the next right, horseman was. was. Yep, what the vision was. Um so they brought Josh back. Yeah. How creepy was that? What did you think? Um it was such <laughs> a weird thing cuz for me that whole sequence it's like when you're trying to make a sale um and you have to make the person believe that there's a time limit in order for them to make very sure. quick rash decisions. Yep. And so the devil's like you have 10 seconds. I mean, I guess I could technically do this anytime, but you have 10 seconds and then otherwise you've lost my interest. Yeah. Um, and that was enough for them. Yeah. That was enough. Though, I mean, last week I said that if they bring if they brought him back, it would kind of like eliminate the the fear of death for me. So I would have, I personally oh. would have preferred if he would have died. Uh, I like the character and I, I, I don't, I would miss him in the show, <laughs> but I feel like it would have upped the stakes. Yeah, but I do think that had they done that, then would we have had to go on a quest for who the next messenger was? Because they are essentially now an incomplete set, and if we lost him, then they're even more of an incomplete set, and all of them would be rapidly losing all their powers mm-hmm. based on the information we found out in episode nine. So, I mean, I was definitely hoping he would come back for that reason, just right. because I think that they really all need to be together, and they really, really need to find who the last messenger is. Yeah. Though, I mean, contrary for me, contrary to that idea, I like the fact that they have these these issues with their powers. It, to me, it makes it more compelling because they have, in addition to, they have the stakes of risking their lives, they also are have to face the negative effects of their abilities, which limits them, as opposed to if they could do them all the time, then uh, it would essentially be like, all right, we have superheroes, yeah, Yeah. versus, uh, I mean, mythical creatures, but like, the the horsemen don't seem to have any negative effects to their abilities, and so... That we know of, because they haven't really dived into that, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I just feel like they have so many hurdles that they're up against already. Yeah. I mean, now there's literally three out of there's four horsemen that we that we know of so that means that they have like one last chance to save the world well one last chance and three extra seals oh there's three extra seals yes there's seven seals no oh it's a it was a weird thing okay so it's like seven seals thank you tari for catching that this is why i love you (laughs) yes okay right oh okay so i guess it wouldn't be the on the the plowman brothers to to be the end of everything right well that's reassuring needless to say i still feel as though they have a lot of obstacles up against them and now that we've got three horsemen that are all working together very actively Mm -hmm. and we still don't really know how much the devil is helping the horsemen or not because i feel like he sort of contradicts i love you uh diogo but you are constantly contradicting whether you're being helpful or hindering things right I Which, mean, because you're the devil. Yeah. He's always serving his own <laughs> self-interest. He is. He uh. is. Um, uh, so this episode was called Why We Fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's actually this fantastic opportunity for everybody in America to get their own fight on on a new uh, ABC special called Dance Battle America. Ooh. It's from our own e-host and AfterBuzz founder, Maria Menounos and Juliana Huff from Dancing with the Stars. They're bringing to you a competition special where you can jiggle wiggle with it. Jiggle wiggle, wiggle wiggle. For all America to see and you can fight for the title of Dance Battle America winner. Yes. Which... <laughs> Be a champion of dance battle. Be a be a rocky champion of dance battle. So how you do that? 
Uh, you submit videos via dancebattleamericacasting.com and you submit and maybe you'll get on the show and come to LA and compete to be most awesome and win that fight. Yeah. So on you also national do that television. On national television. Dance Battle America Casting. Okay. So now that that business is out of the way <laughs> uh, and one more reason to fight. So the messengers begin their quest to mm-hmm. the plowman headquarters. Yes. And that that little train ride really brought us a bunch of stuff. The, yeah. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff going on uh with that. Um yeah, I know Diogo is awesome. I agree with you, Alexis. <laughs> um what did you think of all that? Comments, reactions, any sort of things that popped up for you um with well, this train ride? For me, I, it was interesting because I thought at the beginning, once they were all on the train, that it was going to be kind of like a bottle episode where they have a moment to reflect on their feelings and what's taken place so far. Because okay. they hadn't had a chance to really kind of debrief on this big Everything revelation. That happened? Yeah. That's true. They didn't really get into that at all. I mean, they... they ish. A, a ish. Bit, okay. But yeah. And so I thought that this whole episode was going to be that. And I'm glad that it actually ended up being, yeah, it ended up being like a really like thick dynamic episode with a bunch of different storylines weaving in together. Um, so that was really cool. Um, I also thought that there were, there were some really touching moments. There were some really interesting moments and there were some moments that made me go, huh? Ooh, I want to know about the moments that made you go, huh? Yeah. Uh, I was, I was, uh, really, uh, in, I was frustrated with Vera's storyline. Interesting. Okay, tell me why. Um, because so here and I, I here I want to preface it this way. Okay. And that like, uh oh, he's prefacing it. <laughs> for me, I would watch a whole show of um, someone trying to get their child back um, and having to go through different means and trying to figure out what the emotional stakes of having this child who once was yours but has no memory of you likely. And it has been raised by this family up until this point and you coming back into their lives. I would watch a show that's just about that. Okay. Just the emotional struggle of figuring out where you fit into this kid's life. Yep. Um, but that wasn't what happened. It was she. So, uh, just to kind of catch everyone up, cause everyone's seen the episode, but like, you know, she sees the, uh, the tiger that matches Amy's drawing. Uh, Amy's drawing. Yep. She traces it back to the soccer team, which tr- sends her to, the uh the people's house fairburn the fairburn residence yes, yes. the fairburn re- residence and she goes in there guns a blazing and heaven help uh uh alan cuz he he knew he's like you can't do this this isn't something that can happen uh but like she just goes in starts banging on the door and she she finds that it's like it's empty and she immediately she finds a little toy she immediately blames the devil and like is just going on this giant pouty tirade yeah um and i felt like there were a lot more delicate ways that it could have taken place okay um like in situations like that you i mean maybe you'd want to kind of go undercover or maybe you'd want to like stake out the place to figure out what the deal is i feel like time was up the essence and that's probably why they didn't do that like they knew that they had like a a clock ticking to get to the plowman event and so perhaps although i don't know i mean it's definitely a valid point i totally hear what you're saying i mean yeah i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to you know nitpick too much i just felt like she's been established as a really like a headstrong character yes but she's also been established as like a, a, a somewhat grounded character yeah so for her to kind of take a step back from that groundedness that we've already established and just become uh 
like a, a ball of kind of destruction, like self-destruction, self-destructive, like emotionally. Very interesting that you're using this word phrase, self-destructive, based on how things ended. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, I didn't yeah. want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so I just, I just took a little bit of issue with that because I felt like there were, that her character would have handled it a little more delicately, but they, but instead she kind of decided to just kind of go in there as if she was going to take that kid away. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I did appreciate, um, the, the, I think the best line of the show was what Alan gave us when he said, shouldn't we call the cops or Liam Neeson? And I just, <laughs> I thought that was priceless. I did think that was priceless. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And actually, I struggled with that because I wanted to understand more of what the devil's play was in taking Michael in the first place and Mm -hmm. using the parents. Because, you know, there was the whole ploy in previous episodes with how he was trying to influence Josh to come back into the church to to try to get him to reveal what his visions were, et cetera, et cetera. But how the Michael aspect plays in makes me think this is kind of a prediction. So... Uh, but it leads me to believe that he must be a messenger or that would make sense. Although then again, I don't know if the writers are going to make it that obvious to us. Right. That would be interesting though. I just think I, I think it's odd that Amy is constantly seeing him or it's like her imaginary friend. How funny that we're on another show with imaginary friends. Yeah. Um, Tari and I also host the whispers after show. Um, Yeah, plug for us. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. What did you think? I mean, did that cross your mind at all? What the devil's play was? Because I don't... He's just... In that respect, I thought he was kind of contradicting himself is in how he's kind of helping the messengers. Right. Sort of. But not... Um, I mean, part of it to me uh, felt like him taking the child was... He was taking part in a plan that wasn't his own, in that he had he believed he had the idea to take the child, which would affect this character. But all uh, in the long run, it was actually God's plan, in that th- him taking the child allowed her to be at the hospital with everyone else when the the messengers were originally supposed to be together. Um, and so I think that was part of it, and that's why uh, the devil was told not to interfere. It was a long con. Yes. Um, but then part of it is also that he was using it to uh, get Vera to kill Rose. Oh. So it was like a mix of two different people's uh, like plans, but they both involved the same person. I mean, I think now he should just make it right. Right. Even though he's the devil. <laughs> I do. I think he should. Yeah. Um. All right, so that was sort of one detour uh, for two of our characters that were on the train, Vera yeah. and uh, Alan. Both ended up not with everyone else, right. and then they ended up getting oh yeah, they got kiboshed. kidnapped. Yeah, that was bizarro. I mean, so Senator, or I should say, Secretary of Defense Richards mm-hmm. has some ploy, and it must have to do with the meteorite. I, I that's my only connection of how or the the rationale of why she would kidnap them right. or have them followed versus no one else because well, yeah. they I have mean, a background in this stuff. They were at the uh, the site when Richards killed all the people at the at the experimentation place, uh, the uh, Project Genesis site. The Smyrna? Is that what they called it? Yeah. Smirnoff? No. I'm not. <laughs> the Smirnoff. I could use uh, one of those right now. Um, <laughs> uh, so I imagine yeah, 
they had been following her, following the two of them since then, and figured this was the best time to grab them since they were finally isolated. Yeah, I mean that. Yes, I, I, yes. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen to Vera though, because she was really in a bad. I don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's. I feel like there's no way for her to get out of this. She'd have to do some really interesting Spider-Man activity. <laughs> But I don't know how she would do that because I don't think she could probably climb when she's out of her own body. Right, because she can't interact with physical... I guess we're going to have to save this for a prediction. But, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. She's in a bad place right now, everyone. A very <laughs> bad place. Okay, so another interesting detour is Peter gets spotted on the train mm-hmm. by uh, a deputy of some sort that's not... Uh, he wasn't currently working. Yeah. Um, spots him... Uh, and Raul saves the day because he hears the guy's thoughts, like, oh, that's the, that's the fugitive kid or whatever. Yeah. And Raul saves the day, totally manhandles the deputy. <laughs> he just knocks him out and leaves him in a bathroom. Ties him up. Why not? We gotta get out of here, guys. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. So, um, and prior to that, we had a nice moment between Raul and Aaron. Mm-hmm. He confides in her. He says that he is, in fact, Nadia's father. father. Happy Father's Day, Happy Raul. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Including Raul. Um, <laughs> but that was interesting. And just, you know, she asked him point blank, do you still love Gabriella? And he said, no, I care for you. Yeah. Aw. And I was like, yes, I know you. <laughs> I knew it all along. They have, I mean, I think they have good chemistry. Anyway, yeah. so they all have to hightail it. He uh, he asks Koa to do her fabulous. Uh, so yes, yeah, so shape shifting. Yep, do uh, something. And she walks around as the conductor, putting everyone at ease. Yeah, it's just a minor engine failed. Temper. What is <laughs> yeah, it? Maintenance it's check. Maintenance check. Yeah, sure, it's maintenance check. That's what you want to hear. <laughs> um, and they hoof it. Uh, they start walking. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's 47 miles to, to the, the nearest whatever. But coincidentally, <laughs> they arrive at the only sort of house farm in any direction. So convenience is helpful. Yeah. Uh, or you could say it was divine intervention. I believe you are correct, Tari. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and interestingly, moments before they get off the train... Josh had a vision with this blue tire swing, and mm-hmm. they come to find themselves at that location. Yeah. So when that happened, what were you thinking was about to go down? So when you realized, yes, in fact, this is, uh, you know, the home that was in Joshua's vision just five minutes prior. Right. Maybe 15. Um, what were you thinking? Um, I mean, I at first thought that maybe that was like a, a summer home of the Plowmans, and maybe they were going to encounter them there. Okay. Um, oh. But, the summer home. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Who doesn't want to hang out on a farm uh, on in a the dr- On a drought-ridden farm. <laughs> yes. Sounds like fun. Totes. Uh-huh. Uh, so when it turned out to be this nice family, or I guess this nice couple Did and their ranch Did you think they were nice? Hand, I did. Okay, um, this is I, what I got from them. Let yeah. me just say before I, ha- I have to interrupt you. I was getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the whole vibe. I don't know what it was. <laughs> like, it was a little too overly like, we'll help you. Right. Come on, have dinner with us. And I'm thinking, don't go in the house. Don't don't go in the <laughs> house. Uh, so that's what I was getting. Well, yeah, when he came out with the shotgun, yeah, yeah. I was like, who are you? I was like, cue the deliverance music. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean... 
as they were being nice, I figured it was just like a southern hospitality thing where they were just a nice old couple who was willing to take in these this group of people. Until you saw Grandpa come down the stairs, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, I mean, that storyline actually got the best of me because I actually am a huge advocate for non-GMO and stuff like that. So I was like, please save the farm. Please don't turn it over to the plowmans. And <laughs> I have to say, I really appreciated that whole storyline with Raul watching this, this. Was it a stepson or the son? I don't know. He was uh, just the like a ranch child. hand. Oh, he was. a Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So Tom is totally, this character Tom, Mm -hmm. is totally compromising everything. He's pouring salt into the water supply so that, in fact, everything dies. Mm -hmm. Because he's getting paid by the plowmans so that the farm can shut down and then the plowmans can just buy out all of the land in the area and do their genetically modified organism planting of seeds. Right. Um, So here's the thing. Okay, tell me. Uh... Well, I want to pose a question to you. Oh, okay. Um, in that, like, so this couple has been, uh, you know, tending this farm and it's been passed down from generation to generation. And at this point, it is pretty much barren. There's nothing that they can do to save it from what we've been led to believe. Right. So was Raul essentially letting them know, was that, was, was that to their benefit or is, are they now, basically cursed with this farm that one they can't sell sell and two uh they can't tend well here's the thing so now that they know that really the issue all along was salt in all the feed Mm -hmm. um i think that there is a way now i'm not a farmer but i would i would think that if you start cultivating the soil with just water (laughs) that doesn't have salt in it Right. Perhaps you are then on the fast track to bringing some life back to your farm. Fair enough. I don't think it's going to take like two days, but at least, you know, right. you can be doing something that benefits the land as opposed to just killing everything. Right. Okay. So, yeah, no, I do feel like there's a way to salvage things for sure. I do. Okay. And I believe that they can do it. If he's <laughs> a fourth generation farmer or yeah whatever yeah it's great 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 many generations and, and then how sad were the cow that cow sorry this is not really relevant because it no, really it, didn't it, it didn't add anything storyline yeah. but i was really like bumming for those cows <laughs> i was i was like just put the cows together good job josh or no it wasn't yeah, josh it, it was, was uh peter. It was peter yeah peter peter saved the day oh, God. yeah well Love i him. liked that 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 relationship between those two cows like spoke to him and kind of represented his relationship with his family or essentially with, or with Nadia no just kidding <laughs> wait a second <laughs> just bring them together just bring them together um so i feel like that storyline was punctuated i guess i mean they kind of saved the yeah, farm they saved the farm and they then were on their way to the plowman event. Yeah, they gave uh, the couple gave them their truck and was like, "Return it whenever you want. We're going to be attending to our farm." Yep. And so Raul hit a hundred on the on the highway and made it to California. Yep. Uh, and so the last group of people that were left on the train together were Koa and Josh, mm-hmm. and they they gave us a lot of. I think you're referring to a lot of the heartfelt moments that we got. There yeah. was a lot of that between them. Um, 
they seem to be positively encouraging one another. Yeah. Uh, and not in a romantic way. I think purely in a friend, supportive, I care for you sort of a way. Yeah. So I thought that that was lovely. But, you know, the struggle she's having with her memory problems, which we are assuming is coinciding with the fact that every time she shapeshifts, she's kind of losing some of her own memories. Right. That's rough. It is. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's that stuff that I love. I know. Um, Tatari's like, good, conflict, yes. Because it, it helps. It really does. Because I, so here's, uh, I hate doing this. I always bring up like, uh, improv concepts. Fine. But, um, bring it up. The, there's a concept in that, like, when you're doing a scene in improv or any, any scene really, mm-hmm. uh, any story you're telling, there has to be something very special about what's happening. It has to be the day that this happened. And so, for them, and they keep kind of bringing this up in that, like, this group of messengers is the first to not get all together. They're the first ones to, like, get as, uh, let the, uh, messengers get, or not messengers, the but horsemen. the horsemen get as far as they've gotten. Right. Like, these, these group, or this group of messengers is special because they aren't the tight-knit group that all the other ones were. And so I think that is what makes this story interesting. If it if it wasn't that that case, it would just be like, okay, they got together. Okay, they did the thing. Okay, it's over. But it's these little struggles that ultimately if if and when they succeed will make it all the more purposeful. Okay. So I agree, but uh I'm like I agree, but um, I do think that the conflict that they're adding by, for instance, you know, we find out that Rose is, in fact, not really a messenger. Right. Like, planning those things along the way. I mean, I'm still hopeful that they will find the complete set. set. Yeah. And I'm curious what that interaction is going to be like. And I actually am curious to see, you know, really all their powers at their full potential, at mm-hmm. least in one episode. I mean, come on. Right. We gotta just have it for one. At the very, we're only, we're three episodes <laughs> till the end, right? Right. Well, yes. I mean, 11, 12, 13, and then we're done. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do kind of want to see them together, and I feel like they've done enough things along the way, conflict wise. Mm-hmm. So, alright. Um, alright. So anything else on the train that we have not addressed that you're feeling passionate about? Um, uh, boop, 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 train stuff. Boop, 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 train stuff. Train things. This is my train song. Boop, 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 boop. No. Nope. Okay, so let's talk about um, Secretary of Defense. And uh, isn't it funny that she's the Secretary of Defense? So in terms of needing to be in, like, a very specific place and doing very specific things, she's just... No, she's just with Leland and Rose gallivanting all around, <laughs> just, you know, screwing things up for the messengers right. and kidnapping folks. And I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Maybe like, she's phoning it in. She must be. Ha ha. Um, phoning it in. <laughs> but I mean, yes, though, I would say that as a secretary of defense, she could just be like, I'm going to go and check out this terrorist thing or I'm going to go and check out That's this. True security yeah, it's issue. True. It's true. You know. It's true. Um, so they end up back at the Smyrna plant or whatever it is. That's what I'm assuming it's called because they said that, well, the, the guys that kidnapped Alan were saying, we got to get back to Smyrna. So right. I feel like that's what it is. Maybe someone in the in the chat can tell me if I'm off base. Right. Um, 
Mm, I'm like trying to look at the chat. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, Um, it's their new Project Genesis area. Oh, right. Um, And so the Secretary of Defense is adamant she wants to see the extraction process because the meteorite has this element that's never been seen before on Earth and she wants to understand how they're trying to extract it or what that process is like and the scientist in charge is like please no don't do this and she threatens him and she's basically like well it's either you or it's them so you pick right right and so she sees what happens when they try to extract that last element out of the meteor and poof everyone explodes <laughs> wasn't that pretty it's pretty rough that was rough yeah I mean, I'm I, happy they didn't show anything but like the window. Yeah, um, and of I, like you know of of uh, who would be doing that in the in the crew? That's like the makeup. Was that the makeup? That's props. Uh, yeah. So the the that's a prop thing. Effects. Yeah. Special effects props. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like splatter of body parts. Ew. <laughs> Gross. I mean, I like that they made the liquid red so that if you were watching with kids, you could be like, no, it's just the solution that got it just spilled. That was nah. smart. I like that your brain went there. I totally wasn't <laughs> even going there. But no, I mean, it, it was guts and stuff. <laughs> and she has an idea, obviously. She sees that and she's like, this is fantastic. Yeah. That's uh, not fantastic, but I know it's fantastic to her. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're the horseman of war, this seems like the new A-bomb. I wonder, though, if... Maybe this is a prediction. Uh, I wonder, just like how when the element was attached to Vera, it's almost like it was helping on some level, or it had, like, a consciousness on right. some level. So perhaps... Um, I don't know. I wonder if it can, like, develop to have its own mind where it doesn't need to be doing all this right cruddiness well um i mean the scientist or i guess the doctor the doctor said the doctor that when they when they extract it it uh behaves like it's defending itself so we can assume that there is a consciousness plus we've seen that it has two different sides to it yeah um there's the part of it that made that plant grow but then there's the other part that essentially yep. mm-hmm. uh took the apple and made it into dust mm-hmm. um so i think it's it's heavily influenced by who is using it the energy around it yeah which leads me like i have a very distinct idea of like what's going to happen at the end are you going to tell us in your predictions i am okay good but like uh oh i think that ultimate i mean ultimately i i think that they're going to weaponize it and i think it's right. going to become the, or they're going to attempt to or something right um, i wonder how that's going to work i do i really <laughs> wonder how that's going to work um yeah they only gave us a little bit of that. There wasn't a lot of Secretary of Defense. That whole storyline was brief. Yeah. Uh, and then we finally arrive at the Plowman Headquarters event. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is back, minus Vera and Allen, who are otherwise unavailable. Yes. Um, and it's revealed that these brothers, well, really just one brother, because he's apparently the brains of the bunch, mm-hmm. uh, Invented the greatest agricultural breakthrough in a century. It's a new rain-making system called Smart Rain. Yeah. So what did you think about that, Tari? The idea of Smart Rain. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought it was, it was interesting. Um, it's a, it's a cute science concept where you're just like, all right, cool. They're going to make rain come down using these little drones and then, uh, at the end of the day, like, it's going to affect the seeds that are already meant to uh, utilize it. But at the same time, I was like, well, if you can just, 
if your seeds react to the water that these are going to produce, why don't you just make the water? Like, why don't you just have the irrigation systems do what the rain would do? Because depending on where you are, like you could be in a cloud-free area, then you're just having drones hang out because they're supposed to affect clouds that are already there. Right. Um, But I thought it was an... Because this is the first, I feel like, the first real nice like sci-fi concept that they've brought in this. Right. So I thought it was really cool. I didn't like, like it when they were like, yes, our cloud seeding drone can help our GMO seeds. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. Gross. Um, yeah, I think the whole storyline is very interesting. I do. I mean, I understand how these two brothers are, are segue into the horsemen of famine. famine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, tell me. Um, with the way that it's shaping up, like neither of them seems like they have ill intent. The brothers? Yes, the brothers. Do you think that their uh, awakening or their seal breaking is going to be an accident? Like they had all these good hopes, but in the end, it just ultimately leads to something bad as opposed to them being like, we're, we're going to do this and we're going to starve the world. All right. Well, here's my issue, uh, I think. And here was the sort of... Um, Here's where I think they're bad. Okay. Uh, I think when you're introducing GMO anything into any civilization, you're in essence killing them because you're introducing stuff that our human body should not really be processing because it's fake. Right. Okay. So that's that was my sort of take on how they could be bad because yeah. essentially they want to feed the world mm-hmm. with like BS that we shouldn't be eating anyway. Right. And thus your body can't really process it and you'll develop some weird funky diseases and then die anyway. Right. So did I answer your question? Um, Is that like a, I didn't answer your question at all. And I just am like spouting my own sort of opinions. Hey, I like your opinion. Oh, well, thank you. But did I answer your question? Um, Ask no. it again. Okay, tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize, everybody. No, it's fine. Allison is off today. Um, Allison has opinions, and that's what you're that's what you're here for. All right. These are my opinions. Um, it was a good rant. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Uh, that's our engineer slash producer, Sean. Sean is with us. He's amazing. Enjoying my ranting. Yes. Mm. Um, but I mean, I was just essentially saying that. Uh, did you believe that? They could uh, be bad. Do you think that uh, them? Uh, yeah, basically that they are bad or they're going to be accidentally bad. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. So, that answered my question. I do think, though, it's going to be... I have an idea of which brother it is, right. which I will tell you in my predictions. Um, so, yeah, I have an idea, although they could be turning the tables on that, too, because one could be manipulating the other or whatever it is. Right. So, um, I did think it was interesting that the devil was there. I thought it was interesting that Koa suddenly got her money back. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? Well, I mean, I believed that it was uh, the devil essentially kind of cashing in on the things he promised in the bar. Um, so <laughs> Alexis just said she likes that I'm referring to myself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, uh, no. Um, but yeah, so I think it was just the devil... Uh, paying for the things that he said in the from in the bar, so he said he'd get Koa back her money. Ah. He said he'd uh, you know help connect uh, Vera with her child. Uh, I don't remember. He didn't necessarily promise Joshua anything because he didn't want anything, right? Um, but I mean, technically, he gave him a new life, which is what Joshua has always wanted. That's true. Um, so I think it was that it's kind of cementing in that the devil's not all bad. Um, kind of 
jumping off of that, um, the horsemen mentioned earlier in the episode that uh, all, all of the, them together, huh? All the horsemen or one of the horsemen? Um, it was uh, the Secretary of Defense and Leland. Okay. Um, they had mentioned that uh, in all the six previous iterations, the devil convinced the horsemen not to do the apocalypse. Right. Um, so do you think that this is kind of leading to the devil actually being a good guy? Do you think that, um, like, or do you, do you think that that negates the meaning behind all the previous messengers, uh, pursuits? It seems like a strange cat and mouse game that the devil likes to play or something. Like it's his way of amusing himself because Mm -hmm. he's the devil, I guess. Right. Because it just, things don't add up to me. Um, in the sense of, you know, he was essentially choosing or, influencing who the horseman would be right right so he essentially chose three people that were enormously um combative and rebellious and really not aiding in his ultimate pursuit to not have the apocalypse happen so that i mean that whole storyline kind of i was like what what (laughs) <laughs> Alexis, were you also doing that? Were you going... I feel like if Alexis was here, she'd be going, I totally agree with you, Allison. That was a really good Alexis. Sort of. I, I think I could have done better. Say something, <laughs> Alexis. I'm like watching the chat right now. Um, anyway, I think it's the delay. Um, yeah, she's probably making pizza rolls right now. Yeah, it's the pizza roll time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I, I, I don't know. I just think it's a strange... It's a strange thing to introduce into the storyline now. That the devil is suddenly... He's been working all along with all the previous horsemen up to the point where they have the apocalypse. And then he's like, show's over, guys. I'm going back up to see Dad. And uh, we'll resume this fun in another 50 years or right. whatever. You know, it's just that part. I don't know. I just my brain was not wrapping around it so well. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I get that it's TV, but right. what were you thinking? I mean, uh, at this point, they've established that he just wants, he likes, he likes the, the game of it yeah, all. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, I imagine that every time he's either tried to subjugate the horsemen, uh, and if they don't go the way that he wants them to, he'll kind of just switch sides. Like, he wants to win. So the devil's always on the side that he feels is winning. Okay. And so I think that whenever it suits him, he'll help whoever is, uh, uh, whoever he bets on to be on top. I think now, though, the horsemen are annoying him on such a significant level that he is just totally turned off by anything having to do with them. Uh-huh. Interesting. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Because they're really feeling like their powers are above his. And yeah, he's not for that. Um, I, I think it's an interesting twist. I do. I mean, I, I do think it's an interesting twist, but it doesn't feel like he's really helping the messengers as much as he probably could. Right. Um, so I do think in upcoming episodes, that'll be interesting to kind of see what else he does to to help them or hinder them. Yeah. He is still the devil. Right. Mm, okay. So what do you think? Prediction time? Yeah. Let's jump into some predictions. Oh, yeah. Wait. See, look. Alexis said I agree. <laughs> Love you, Alexis. Now, she forgot. With Tari. Yeah, I agree. And actually, Renji909 just said, the devil is a necessary evil for balance. Yes, I totally agree with you. I do feel like, uh, and George Jimenez says he wants fun and his game was destabilized for the horsemen. His game was destabilized for the horsemen. Yeah. 
As in, like he had a he had a plan, and then they ruined it. They and ruined so it. So he had to make a new game plan. A new game plan. Yeah, you were a schemer. You had plans. All right. What are your predictions? Um, you had like a few that you were you were being tight lipped on. So yes. Um. I mean, I guess I'll start with the Vera thing. Okay. In that, like, I'm assuming that she's going to find a way to get back to her body before the car is crushed. Like, she'll end up like jumping and kind of going back into it, and maybe finding a way to out of the trunk. I think, uh, though, and I, I have my crazy pants theories all the time. I appreciate um, them. But I would love it if she actually did have her body crushed and she became this entity that starts having to communicate with the uh, the messengers via her spirit. I think that would be really fun. Oh, but it's not going to... You, oh. you and your conflict, Tari. I would love it. I would love it if she would also have to start possessing them and everything. That would be so interesting. Alexis is booing you. I feel like it's what you're saying right now. She's booing us, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I think. Thanks, Alexis. Yeah. I can always count on you. Um, okay. Uh, Interesting. So that's a thing. I don't that's, think I'm on your page with that one. No, but that's okay. fine. Okay. It's, that's why I always preface my, my crazy I pants theory. I like it. Um, but also, I think that uh, f- in terms of the extra element, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to, I think that the senator uh, or secretary, secretary of defense, uh, and Leland are going to weaponize it and it's going to come down to the messengers approaching this weapon and using their positive energy to convert it into a... Oh! Yeah. Totally yes, Tari. I'm totally (laughs) shipping that. Yes. But I feel like that only is going to happen when the seventh messenger uh, enters enters their force. Yeah. Fold. Yes. I can see that. Whatever F word you're feeling. Yes. Yes. Frey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Okay, I'm, I'm into that. What else? What else you got? Um, I agree with your uh, semi prediction in that, like the the non uh, the not brains of the the group. Okay, or of the, the two br- plowman brothers mm-hmm. will end up being the uh, horseman. The horseman. The non brains, because yes. he's sort of like the okay, and actually. That's the part I was wrestling with because wrestling. Did you see what I did there, hey. folks? Um, because obviously the guy, the brother that invented all the technology, we can say that that's kind of it could be a bad thing, right? Um, but I do think that it's the other brother who's the the mastermind, business, future thinking, kind of using the tech. Yeah. In a potentially negative way. So I'm with you on that. I think yeah. it's that brother. And I think all of their minds are going to come together to realize just that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What are yours? What you got? So I think Vera's going to escape. How? I don't know. I think the devil might show up mm-hmm. and do something. Like some kind of... Well, even though he's at the Plowman headquarter event right now, I believe very strongly that he can easily be wherever he wants yeah, in a split second. So I feel like he's going to go there somehow, some way, and somehow thwart the crushing of the vehicle with Vera's body inside the trunk. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see a scene where he, like, approaches the driver, or the, the crane handler, and be like, hey, 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 who oh, right, uh, there you sanctioned go. this? Uh, <laughs> stop what you're doing. Something like that. I love it. Yes, I think that's going to happen, actually. Yeah. That was perfect. Um, <laughs> I think that... I, I think Michael is a messenger. I, I do... Okay, so part of me, 90% does, and 10% of me is like, they wouldn't make it that obvious to us. 
Mm. Because in the beginning, we were all thinking, oh, Alan's a messenger. Oh, Amy's a messenger. Right. And actually, it's possible that Amy still could be a future messenger, perhaps. Right. I, I feel strongly about that. I do not think that she is a messenger currently because she's been in the presence of everybody else and all their powers are still not in full full force. So that's kind of how I feel like she's eliminated herself from the running of being in this crew of messengers. Right. Um, and, okay, what else? Um, well, in... Uh, in that regard, do mm-hmm. you think, like, for a second, I thought that with the way that they were talking about Amy, okay, um, do you think that she could be like a second coming of of the Christ? Because oh. they're like, maybe she has another purpose, or maybe her role is completely different than ours. Totally. So do you think, yeah, sure, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, uh, I, I, I will not uh, repeat that. Yeah. All right. I say, why not? <laughs> so, what else you got? Um, I'm trying to think of what other topics like we need to address. Um, I think that Nadia and Peter are going to make out some more. Yeah, mm-hmm, I do. I see that coming. Oops. Um, <laughs> oh. And <laughs> and okay, wait. Let's see if anybody else. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Alexis is saying, I'm not sure if Michael is a messenger, but yeah, not sure what his power would be. Well. Extreme soccer skills. You know, it's actually interesting that Eliza... Eliza? Uh, yes. It's interesting that she hasn't revealed what all the powers are. Yeah. I thought that would have been an interesting thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if we're going to see a lot more of her as, like, her being the messenger guide. Right. I think that would actually be kind of cool if... She's because now it's like you know they have all these accessory people running in their messengers crew. You've got Alan, you've got Nadia, yeah. well, you've got Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see why not. Like Eliza should be back in the mix, right? From now until the end. Um, I'll hope for that. No, yeah, I think that would be great. Just to because I think that yeah, she should have revealed it when she revealed that Rose wasn't a messenger. So. We'll find out soon. Gabrielle, Nel- Gabrielle Nelson, hello, says um, sh- uh, that Amy might be a prophet or a watcher. Okay. Nice. And, and also uh, loves Nadia and Peter together. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Let me just see if there's any other stuff in chat happening before we ski daddle until next week. Um, rumor has it we might uh, get... Diogo on the line in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, he's busy filming. And also, uh, we're hopefully going to have Koa in studio with us in a couple weeks. So everyone pray for that. Yeah. Use your messenger prowess and pray with us for that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. What, a, what a great show. I've been your host, Allison Dean. Uh, you can find me everywhere at uh, the Allison Dean and also on my YouTube show, Winos and Onesies. And I've been joined by the fabulous Tari. Hey guys, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And don't forget to catch Allison and I on The Whispers tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. We will see you next week for episode 11. Yeah. Oh. Bye. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.